when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs. I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca and you should too. Stressed out. Yeah. Work? No, no, no. The kids. Oh. Oh, my word. Well. Oh, sometimes they're, they're just so much work. Well, the kids. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I, uh, spent my evening prepping to do, I was going to do, um, like a puppet show for them. Okay. Yeah. And I spent, uh, I probably spent a good 10, 15 minutes setting up uh, the stuffed animals I was going to use and the props and all that sort of stuff. Right. And everything laid out. I even set up like a little viewing theater in one of the kids' rooms. It was, it was awesome. I'm like, this is going to be fun. They're going to be laughing. They're going to be carrying on. They're going to have so much fun. <laughs> and I got heckled the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you felt like felt like one of those comedians. Yep, it gets heckled. Wow. Yep the 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 heckling. You know what? Like I know they always have uh, the comedians on uh, the real debaters. You think you've been heckled before, huh? <laughs> you punks think you've been heckled before? <laughs> you need to have my kids in the audience. You'll know what heckling is all about. Oh my god! So they're pretty good at it. Then is that what you're saying? Well, I'm demoralized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm destroyed. Wow. I'm having a drink now. Right. Wow. <laughs> I think that says it all. Probably need one now, yeah. Oh, my God. But they're in bed. Wow. But they're in bed. I, um, we're cleaning out, um, we're cleaning out, uh, the underside of the, the stairs. Right. And, um, we're, um, we, we found a whole bunch of stuff. We found a whole bag of good stuffies we never wanted the kids to play with. You know, stuffies from our earlier years, right. pre-kids and stuff. And uh, I found um, the old Alf, stuffed Alf doll. No way. That dad gave me, yeah. I remember that. You had, the, I think you had some, you had sunglasses on and a hat or something. Yep. yep. And he had the beret. He used to wear the... The yeah. French beret, and sometimes we put a cigarette in his mouth. Right, the French beret. I remember that, the green one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so I dug him out, and, <laughs> oh, man, just a flood of memories, a flood, a flood of dad memories, I guess. Wow. And, uh, you know, him being the sidekick. And then I, I came I came across the realization, and those that, those that have been following the show for a while know, but uh, Abby has... Uh, her her buddy that she sleeps with all the time is Mr. Pig. Okay, yeah. Right? And I, Sylvia, Sylvia and I, right from the get-go, like the, the stuffed animals that are important to the kids, we've always made sure that they had voices and always the same voices, right? 
So, you know, one, one stuffy would have, you know, like if it was, if it was the Sesame street ones and I'd make sure I'm doing the Sesame street voices, right? Like, hi ho, it's Kermit the Frog here or, you know, uh, uh, Ernie, uh, <laughs> you know, just try to make sure it was always accurate. Right. Right. So Mr. Pig, the voice that he took on, which I just realized tonight. Norm from Cheers. It, <laughs> a little bit, uh, but uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, this is probably a bit more accurate. Well, it's more attitude, a Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's actually probably pretty close. But the the personality, because I actually gave we gave Mister Pig a personality. Okay. Like, like maybe I don't know. Maybe we're just odd parents, but the personality we gave him was Alf's personality to a T. Really, from Mel Mack yeah, and everything. That's right. Doesn't like oh, yeah, he uh, wasn't, kitty cats and or eats. Well, kitty he cats, was. So. He didn't. He didn't like. I. I. He. Mr. Pig doesn't like cats. I. I always had that in there. Right. He was from another place, but I never really said Mel Mack, But I guess subconsciously, he was from somewhere else. Old McDonald's. And he was a hard, hard living guy. He had a deeper voice and all this. The voice wasn't exactly the same. But the attitude, just that sort of swarm, smarminess, is that swarminess, swarmy, smarmy, is that the word? I don't know. Smart, Look it up. Maybe ass? it's a t-shirt. Smart, <laughs> yeah, basically. Maybe it's a polite word for smart ass. Yeah. Because, you know, he's always like, <laughs> you go, ah, uh, Willie, you kill me. No, I'm serious. You're killing me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You always had that attitude. So I, I pulled him out and I was going to do the play centered around Alf like the puppet show for the kids. And he was going to pal up with, uh, with Mr. Pig, but then Sylvie or Sylvie, Abby didn't want to give up Mr. Pig. She wanted to cuddle with Mr. Pig. So I was going to, could make him part of the routine. And I had a whole thing planned and I right. don't know. didn't work out. You just no. got heckled, heckled right heckled. off the stage. <laughs> heckled right off the stage, which was the end of the bed because they get, you remember their beds there the bed with like sides on the end. So I was going to be behind, right. Um, behind the, the side of the bed. So I couldn't be seen. And the way that Alf is set up, like in the show, he'd always be sitting like on the edge of the couch or on the edge of something. So, because the puppeteer was always behind right. with his hand up the, the poop chute, right. you know, he's moving them around. Right. And that's, it was, Oh, I don't know. You probably would have laughed. <laughs> well, you should have recorded. Probably, probably. You can, there's no reason why you couldn't record these. I'm thinking I should. Yeah, I, I think Alf and uh, Corey's puppet have to have. Uh, yeah, because then you could I, have tat, your, tat. You could have your own YouTube channel with just the you know just the kids heckling you. Yeah, get a million Good. views. Hey, make a few bucks. Matt Budalowski, uh, the singer for uh, Leaderhouse and Vanderveen and uh, Blackout Kids. Um, he does a show with his kid now where he's playing piano. It's like a piano bar sort of thing, but it's him and his kid. Okay. And, uh, I, I watched a few episodes and he's trying to do music with the kid. Right. Like, you know, a little, like, like a little kid show. Mm -hmm. And I can see him trying to ha like having a direction to go in and the kid just like totally like, no, 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 we're going this way. <laughs> okay. So it's like, ah, now I understand your videos. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, hmm. sorry, that was my big preamble. Um, <laughs> by popular request, we need an update on Winston. Winston. Hmm. 
Well, on the um, 15th of September, he's going to begin to uh, get snipped. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's kind of the big news. Um, <laughs> Great but, news there. Yeah. Other, <laughs> other than that, um, I bought him a, um, it's like a litter box that apparently you roll on its side. Okay. So then all the litter goes through this filter kind of plastic it's just plastic grating right so all the, mm-hmm. the 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 sand or whatever it's called goes through that and then the hard stuff rolls onto the other side so then when you roll it back it the stuff goes into this big cup type thing right and you pull it out and then you just dump it that's ah. that's the way it's supposed to work i can kind of get it to work that way but maybe because there's there's so much litter in there, it's so heavy, you got to go back and forth. If you don't have the strength for it, then it's not it's kind of useless. So, no. so, um, but with this thing with the cover, it kind of I don't know if it it doesn't I don't know if it helps it to smell or not. Being that I can't smell or taste anything, it doesn't help because I can't tell. So I'm just kind of going by what I remember. Like no, you don't really want that smell in the house. So I went to Canadian Tire today. Uh, someone had told me about um, one of the guys at work had a, has a cat or had a cat, and what he would use was, was this uh, kitty litter, and it had carbon in it. So basically, carbon. Or um, huh. yeah. So w- what happens is it, it 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 sucks up the smell. Oh, okay. Kind of acts like I guess like coffee. You know, when you smell coffee, yeah, when, yeah. when you yeah, smell yeah. just to kind of. So, you know, carbon, like carbon filters and stuff, it, it takes the smell away. So we haven't tried it yet. So I got that. So we're going to try that. Plus, uh, and I was talking to this, I, I was talking to Don about this. It says they should make, uh, you know, the diaper thing that you guys have or had or it's like oh, a, uh, a the pail. diaper garbage thing. Pail. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't they yep. make one for cats? So just, I mean, just because you put it in there, close it, seals it. Yeah. You don't have to smell it, right? Yeah. So easy peasy. So sure enough, I go to Canadian Tire, look up. What do I see? I see the the thing for the cats. It's the same idea. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So this bag, it's like a ring. So this ring, you ha- this this is this is the catch. Okay, you have to buy the the rings. So the rings, what happens is it's a their bags inside this ring. And then you pull the bag out. Yeah, yeah. And then you tie a, a knot on the end of it, and you put it at the yep. bottom of the pail. Yep. And then you put the ketolator in, and then you pull this spring-loaded drawer back. The solid stuff goes down. You close it, seals it up. Bob's your uncle. So then when it's done, apparently there's a there's a blade at the back. So what you do is you take the plastic bag, you go to the blade, and you cut the top. Then you, you know, you tie it like a regular garbage bag and throw it away. And then you tie the bottom of the next one. And then you just go to the bottom. Same idea. So I cool. thought, I thought that's pretty cool. Instead of having to, because uh, we're doing now is like you grab the scoop, you put it in the bag. Now what? You don't want the bag in the basement because it's going to smell. You, yeah, and then you have to physically go outside and put it in the garbage. So that's fine and dandy now when it's minus 40, you may not want to do that. 
but uh, <laughs> but this idea actually works pretty good. It looks like it'll probably, you know, hold a week's worth <laughs> before you have to close it off. But That's pretty cool. But I don't know if it has an, an older... Originally, when I saw the ring, I went, oh, replaceable ring. And I'm thinking, okay, it's probably like a carbon charcoal filter type thing, right? To get rid of the smell. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's the bags. <laughs> it's all the bag, and it just goes out the bottom. It's just one big bag that's been stuffed in this... This plastic yeah, yeah. square, yeah. So that yeah, works pretty cool. Good. Actually, that is really cool. But I, I like the other day, I went to the dollar store because I figured uh, when I went to the regular grocery store and I was looking at the poop bags for the dogs and cats and whatnot, they wanted a fortune for them. It's like, oh my god, I must just go to the dollar store. So sure enough, went to the dollar store, cheap as borscht, right? So I grabbed a box of those, brought those home to use because uh, originally I had bought some bags from Costco that I thought were the 20 liter, like the bigger bags to go over, you know, our, our garbage cans, but they were too small. So well, what am I going to do with these? So I got like a whole roll of that. I had that in the basement. That's what I was using originally. So yeah, there's no lack of bags. That's for sure. Oh man. Yeah. So, but uh, I, yeah, like the, I remember getting, uh, when we had the kids and then all of a sudden, you know, we've got the, uh, the, the, these the garbage bags for for diapers like what the heck is this like the weirdest thing oh because diapers yeah, are like, like a plastic ish outside yeah yeah we weren't used to that and actually at the yeah. dollar store they had catnip grow your own or they call it cat grass I'm assuming they mean catnip so it comes in this cat grass cat grass. Uh, yeah it's because, like, because you can talk grass now and now everything's fine well it says no 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 it it's actually says cat grass <laughs> <laughs> the cat's like i got some grass yeah and they come like a there's this huge jiffy pellet right which is basically peat moss all can all you know squashed down and dehydrated so what yeah. you do is you put i think uh was it a cup and a half or two cups of water in this tray and it has a dome so you you soak this stuff, you let it rise, you know, because then it's got to fluff up. And then they give you a bag of seeds. So I threw the bag of seeds. And it says you have to put them like one-eighth or whatever below the surface. But I was like, well, the, the seeds look like long grain rice, like huge seeds, like longer. I mean, I guess it looks more like a... I don't know, they're about an inch long. That's how long these seeds are. I didn't realize that's that, you know, that's what that was. Huh. Yeah. So I put it in the dome and then I uh I guess I put it somewhere too warm. It was all sweaty and everything and it looked like looked like I don't know, not mold, but I don't know, it was just kind of fuzzy type thing. So I, I opened the lid because it was way too too moist in there. And uh after a couple of days they started to sprout, put them in the window today or this morning, and then uh, came home tonight, and all the grass was leaning towards the window. Of course, it's going towards the light, right? So, Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I so I put it in front of Winston, and I figured, what's he going to do? He's either, because it says, <laughs> you know, what I'm expecting is the cat's going to go up to the grass and rub up against it, right? And then roll, yep. roll, roll around type thing. So I, I give it to him. He starts... Well, when he finally goes up to it, because he's not, not too sure what it is, he's kind of, you know, unsure. Um, and then he starts nibbling on it. So I guess he figures maybe because I gave it to him, it must be something to eat. So oh, he, okay. he, he yeah. ate a little bit of it, and then he just went on his merry way and just ignored it. So 
it may not be ready yet. It's only it's about maybe three quarters of an inch long on some of the, okay. the grass. So we'll let it grow a little thicker. We'll, we'll see what happens. Or maybe it works better if I cut it and throw it in a sock or something. Maybe they'll, they'll get more older on it. I'm not too sure how that stuff works. I'll have to read up on it. Maybe this is a different grass. Maybe it's not catnip. Maybe that it is just cat grass. It's just something different, maybe. Something different, yeah. If that's the case, oh, then maybe. I don't want cat grass. I want catnip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me this real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, the update on Winston. He's been, he plays with his toys, and I, I sent you the um, the video yeah. of, of him. Oh, uh, God, the kids watch it so many times. He's <laughs> getting a total blast out of that. He's yeah. laughing. Well, if they want to yeah. see it, I guess we could probably post it. Maybe I don't know. If that's too long. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's uh, yeah Batman versus or no, sorry, Spider Man. Spider Man yeah. versus Winston. Yeah, yeah. yeah cage. I think match. we're gonna have to have to arrange a visit there with the kids at your house. Yeah, we'll have to do that one of these days soon. Couple things I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um. I can't, I, I, I asked permission, but the guy hasn't answered me back yet, but there's someone I'm speaking with and he's Canadian, he's a Canadian, Canadian guy. And through weird happenstance, somehow we get on each other's radar. Okay. I don't understand how, but somehow he sent a message to me that she didn't remember sending. I asked him who he was. Cause I, you know, I thought it's one of these spam <laughs> things, right? Who do you? And you're like, well, you want, what are you talking you know, about? It was a friend request thing, right? Like I, anyone out there that has their own podcast, please understand the minute you make yourself public in some way, shape or form for some sort of art of some kind, whether you're in a band you're writing, whatever. The minute you do that, you get spammed like crazy. Spam. So there's been a lot of spam requests, podcast-related spam requests, on and on and on and on. Um, and when the dome thing was happening, I got regular spam stuff all the time, too. So I just thought this was another thing. The profile was a little obscure, but, you know, unless I became the person's friend, right. he had, you know, limited viewing on his page, right? Right. So I'm like, well, this is probably spam. So I'm just, I'm the type of guy, if I get a, a spam call from the taxation revenue agency or, or, or any of those things. Or the credit I card company the, that they have no idea where your credit card is from. They just keep guessing until they get it. Yeah. I always take those calls <laughs> and I talk to them and whatever. <laughs> we, we talked about this before. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, this is just one of those things, right? Probably, you know, um, anyway. So I messaged the guy and I'm like, so can you tell me who you are, how you found me and why you're trying to be my friend on Facebook? Right. And he's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And then I guess you realize, you know, somehow I must have somehow sent you a friend request. And I don't know why I would, because I don't know who you are. Right. So we ended up talking and I said, Oh, I just thought maybe you were a fan of the show and you know, you're friending me because you're a fan of the show. He goes, Oh, you have a show? Like what kind of show? 
anyway, we just started chatting back, ended up chatting back and forth and ends up this guy's a musician. Wow. I, I, I will say he's out of Saskatchewan. I'll say that much. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's, do you have anything out there? Can I listen to it? <laughs> that's, hap- that's happened to me also years ago with, with just a coincidence of someone calling or you calling someone and it was the wrong number, but it ended up mm. progressing into something different, which was okay. which was just, you know, off the wall. But continuing with yours, I'll, I'll tell you about mine after. Yeah, yeah, and tell me yours after. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up chatting with the guy, and yeah, he is a musician, and uh, he's also a, a huge music fan. And there's a, a few, a few bands that he's befriended online. It, it looks like that he's been promoting. Oh, okay. You know, he's like, well, they don't. Maybe I don't know if they just don't understand the technology, or whatever. But he was putting their stuff up on. Um, on SoundCloud and stuff like that. And he was, you know, constantly promoting your stuff. Right. And, you know, he's just a fan just trying to get music out there. It's like, Oh, okay. So he said, well, I got two songs that are in demo stage. If you want to listen to them. So he actually sends them to me. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so get the original demos. Like, yeah. They were the original demos. Like he's trying, I think he's trying to go in the studio or something. But anyway, I listened to it. I was like, these are actually really good. Um, and there was, uh, there was, uh, something about it. It was not the same kind of music at all, but it reminded me of Anthony Vallad, uh, a diethylamide, mm-hmm. a diethylamide. I don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> we've, we've talked about Anthony a million times on the show mm-hmm. and I'm sure we've said his, the name of his band wrong every single time. <laughs> but anyway, there's something that reminded me of Anthony. Right. It just seemed very, a very, very solo, not band, very, I'm in my bedroom and I'm making music and I don't know if anyone else is going to like it, but this is you know, the music coming out of me sort of feel to it. Right. Not the same kind of music at all. It's just him and a guitar, but I don't know. I, I just, right. away was that gut instinct like this. I liked it. I like this guy. His music is good. So I just said, look, um, I can't remember exactly what I said, but something along the lines of, I was kind of saying, you know, there's things like this happen for a reason. So why don't we have you on my show or something like, why don't I put, like, if you've got an album coming out, let me know and I'll, you know, I'll promote on the show. If it's, if it's, if any of it's as good as the two tracks you sent me, then I have no problem promoting, promoting you. Right. You know, just getting the word out, you know, we still have some contacts in the scene here. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how much pull we still have, but, you know, sure, I'll, I'll promote you. Like, why not? Like, it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Got to promote so, your local, local musicians, for sure. So, oh, wait, talking he, Where's about, he from? He's from, well, he's from Saskatchewan. Okay. Well, he's close enough. He's very close, yeah. But he's a huge fan of the Winnipeg music scene, and he's familiar with bands from here. But I think he's kind of introverted a little bit, and he might need a a little bit of help. Right. And I think he's really young. Okay. The impression I got. So, but anyway, um, I'm envisioning doing something closer to Halloween with this with this guy somehow with with our show. Okay. But. I want Anthony to hear this guy. I think Anthony would love this guy. God, that's only like two months away. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be any shows happening at that, at that point, but Anthony's a wizard of, of technology and doing shit online, like getting shit out online. Right. I mean, purely, you know, he, he seems to know how to manipulate social media to his advantage somehow, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't seem to have a big presence online. He somehow got his album, you know, charting on the, on the campus radio and stuff. Right. So, you know, I, I think these two need to meet, but, but I was listening to, to Anthony stuff again today. His, this is a secret album with, you know, blood on the floor and a bunch of those songs. Right. And I mean, that guy's rise is freaking cool. Like, like, like we talked about this again on the show before, but how he just became who he is and, I don't know, having an album that's charting. Right. Like, that's freaking cool. But anyway, okay. I want, yeah. But um, I'd love to play some Anthony stuff on the show, but I don't want to do it without express permission from him. So, right. Anthony, if you're listening, I've also sent you a message, but love to play, you know, just to get people that listen to our show that may not listen to Anthony. I want to put it on so you know expand his audience if we can so but what was your story mine the was random encounter thing well this was i was when i started building computers eons ago uh and i was repairing them and whatnot so i got a phone call and this guy was and and this was, I was doing it as a hobby. It wasn't a business or anything. Well, actually it was a business, but I wasn't really doing a whole was lot. Was it at that, at that point, was it? What's that? At that point, was it a business? Because I know you were just doing it and then eventually you just yeah, made it a business. Yeah, I made it a business, uh, but I didn't advertise or anything. So I, I get this phone call and this guy needs his computer repaired. And I was like, okay. <laughs> It did. It's like, why? What? What was the issue? And then he said, "I don't know what the issue was." But I said, "How did you get my number?" He says, "Well, he was calling. I can't remember what he was calling, but he was calling somebody. I don't know if it's somebody, somebody's number. Maybe they gave them, or he thought it was a repair place. But I don't know. It, it just by chance. Like I didn't. It had nothing to do with me telling somebody. You know, if you have business, send it to mine anyway, type thing. So." So actually, I went over there and helped him fix it, and he gave me some money, and it was it was actually it was actually pretty cool. So yeah, it was just kind of a chance thing. Because so is that how you started your business? No. Oh, okay. No, I I, I started the computer business back in well, let's say there was the the, the two was it two eighty six was it the chrome chromatic monitors or was that that three eighty six. Uh, 46, it was color. And then they went to the Pentium 1, uh, which was the, was it A-slot, it was called? I don't know, it was way, when the, when the Pentiums first came out, that was when I decided to, uh, create the business. Because what I had done was, uh, a friend of mine, what he was doing is, he had created a business to get his parts at cost, so he could upgrade his computers, plus... You know, on the side, he would sell computers on the side and, and stuff like that. So I figured, well, pff, shit, if I, why not do that myself? Oh, so yeah. It's our registered business name. And um, 
bought computer parts and, and sold them and built computers and built my own and just kind of made it a, a side business for a while until um, it just it just became, you know, it, you sell somebody a computer, it, it's almost like you, they've got a lifetime warranty. So anytime they have, you know, an issue with the computer, I, I'm, apparently I'm the, uh, you know, I own it or something. <laughs> so <laughs> I, so th- th- there was a lot of, you know, just, you know, stuff like that. Plus th- with the computer business, everything was, uh, has gone to like an all-in-one package uh, which got better because then the uh, the form factor was smaller they didn't have to have individual components uh, most of the people who have individual components now are strictly gamers usually because they okay. need yeah. you know they need the the high-end graphics and you know something bottlenecks whatever the next thing is if it's not enough ram they'll you know add more ram to it or uh, the board's maxed out, so I have to get a new motherboard and put that in. Does that mean it needs a different power supply? You know, it just on and on and on. But um, but for just, you know, people just regularly using the Internet and, and maybe checking some documents and their emails, they don't need a gaming PC. Like, whatever you can buy, you know, the cheapest thing you can buy out there right now will probably do you. You don't need anything, right. anything extravagant. I mean, then, but then you have to decide what type of monitor you want. If you, you know, if you're having a laptop, or you are you going to get the 15 uh, and a half, or whatever, or 17 inch, or, or the little 14s, or whatnot, and then they'll change. And then now they have all the different screens, the IPS screens, and the LED screens, and the, there's just so many different things. Technology is changing all the time. The refresh rates, and now instead of 60 hertz, it was 120, and now I've got a monitor that's like 144 hertz. And then you, you know, and then you get your, your frames per second, depending on, you know, how good your cards are and how much you can, you know, crank up the, the graphics. So, you know, the better the graphics, it's going to suck up more power. But, right, uh, right. Yeah. So like for mom and, you know, mom and dad bought their stuff. Uh, dad was into gaming, so he had to have something more horsepower. Mom didn't really need that because most of the games she was playing were either flash games or whatever that, you know, yeah, yeah. all so. the the low graphic ones. Yeah, so yeah, so I, after a while, I was like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Then I started repairing guitars, <laughs> and then <laughs> changed the business over to that. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where it's at right now, I guess. Cool. Yeah, and then recording and stuff. Oh, just just dabbling everything. Just, just make it's an fun, abstract business to... name so that way you don't pigeonhole yourself into... Uh... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, what have you been watching, Todd? Anything uh, different or interesting? Watching, watching, watching. Um, well, we've been kind of watching hockey uh, only because... And how is that... Okay, good. That's a good thing to talk about because I have not... No, and I'm really curious what it's like. Like, how are they doing it through COVID? <laughs> I, I, well, th- th- this is this is fascinating stuff here. The first thing I noticed was when they showed the arena, the rink. Yep. Okay, all the seats. Okay, all mm-hmm. the the say the the hundred seats or the two hundred seats or the you know they all go up, right? So yep. what what they've done is this is all now tarped off, but not like a you know. Princess Auto or Canadian Tire tarp 
not that like it's a really nice it's almost like a um like a spandex almost right and it's stretched okay. out over all the seats right okay all in the different section and they got little design well they got designs on them but they're very subtle they're not you know they're either all a solid color or something so that was the first thing i noticed um so it's like one long piece or per seat well say it it would be it, they'd have it tarped off like a whole section okay so say uh section you know, hundred from row one yeah. to twenty. Okay, that's one block. So each block yep. has its own has its own covering. Okay, so that was item number one. Number two, when watching the game, it almost sounded like you could hear the crowd. Come to find mm. out, they're pumping in crowd noise. <laughs> oh my god! Really? So Is that what they're doing? Yeah. So. If, if we're in the kitchen, say, making supper, and we're watching the game, okay, and someone has a goal, I mean, you, you hear the cheering and the, the horn and the whole deal, right? Of course, they still have yeah. a guy playing the piano and, and pumping in the music, you know, in between, you know, the face-offs and stuff. So, <laughs> so it, it's 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 different that way. So when you're watching, you know there's no one there, but but you, you can hear the the. So the no one's there at all. So they're not doing like spacing or anything like that. Like it's literally empty arenas. Yeah, literally empty arenas. Uh, now the thing is, is what they've had is they've had these these guys in a bubble you know, since the beginning of the playoffs. So they what, have which guys. The, the teams, they, they, only, they only have two rinks. I think one's in Toronto, I think one's in BC or something like that. So, or maybe I'm wrong. I think one's in Toronto, I can't remember where the other one is. So, wait, anyway, so all the games are only playing out of so, two different, two different st- arenas? Exactly. Really? So they've got multiple teams in a hotel. Okay. And then when they went to the hotel, they had barricades up because they didn't want people like fans and stuff coming out because all that's going to mm-hmm. do is that's going to, you know, sure. who knows if they, you know, they don't want to catch anything. So that's why they're quarantined. So they have them in, in these hotels. And then from there, I guess they must shuttle them directly to the rink. But I guess they're working, they're staying at home. Well, wait, depending on the city they're in. So they're, they might be staying permanently at the hotel for the season, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and then and they can probably go home after a certain amount of time. And then they have to quarantine before they go back or something? Well, see, they're staying at the hotel. They can't go anywhere else until all this is over. So everyone's staying together. They're not, you know, they don't want to, because as soon as you So the wives must be there then, the wives and kids and stuff, I'm thinking. uh, No. Like, I wonder how the, oh, wow. I don't don't think so. I could be wrong, but I I don't think so. I think it's just strictly the players. Uh, but actually, one of the players actually left just just as the as they were going into the playoffs because uh, I guess his, his wife was pregnant. She was having issues. There was something in the family and that, and and the whole team understand understood. So like he had to go right. So yeah. and he's, he's their top goaltender. So Ooh. and just before you called, we were watching the game between Boston and Tampa and when I left there I think it was like six to one something like that so so their goalie is a little frustrated but actually I think after the first couple goals they switched them to the 
the other goalie, and, and he wasn't really doing that well either against this team, <laughs> against Tampa. Yeah. But the Tampa team this year are just all over the place, so they're doing they're doing very well. Um, yeah. So is this the only sport then? Like you're you're more familiar with sports than I am. Well, oh, I I've, watch you watch a sport like, that in UFC, I guess, but. Yeah, football. There's no CFL. Like, there's no. It's it's. Is there basketball? They're not doing it. Basketball. I thought I saw something on TV. Uh, but I think there were a lot of them were taking a knee for that shooting that happened um, a couple days ago. Okay. But I I I thought. You know, I'm not too sure about the other sports. No wrestling's happening. Wrestling's been happening right. They they barely shut down at all because uh, Vince McMahon is buddies with Trump, right? Trump's actually in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh god, I don't know how that works, but wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in there too. But it was deemed an essential service. So out of all the sports that are out there, right, this is the only one that got the green light to go right from the get go. So they've been so they've been doing. I guess the other sports have been emulating what they're doing because I think what they're doing is they quarantine all of the wrestlers. Yeah, they would. So have to. like, there's the like AEW is the one that Chris Jericho's in, and then there's the WWE, and they're both running like every week. They've got episodes every week. They're wrestling in front of no crowds. But they've now what they started doing is they're putting employees in the crowd. Right. And, you know, people that have to, you know, that are working there anyway, like, you know, the creatives and, uh, you know, like the writers and, you know, all the, the behind the scenes people, they're putting those people in the crowd. Right. So, you know, so they're reacting to what's happening in the ring, you know, so there's something. <laughs> and they've been going since the get go. Yeah. And both WWE and AEW, I think. I don't know if anyone else is doing it. I don't know if... Well, without the crowds, it's same with UFC. UFC is the same thing. The only thing... So they're so they going... They're, they're doing it too? They're doing it too, yeah. Yeah, there's no... Uh, normally, the, with the crowd noise, you don't normally hear what's going on, you know, on each side of the ring. But even the announcer, now, now they can actually hear the announcer when he's talking at his desk. <laughs> You know, away from the yeah, yeah, away yeah. from the he, ring because there's no noise. Drowned and, out. And yeah. the same with hockey. You 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 can actually hear things on the ice that you would not normally hear because of the crowd noise. Yeah. So that's that's a little. That's going to be a little. That's a little. How does too. it? So me me not being a sports guy, but actually being a, a bit of a wrestling fan, I know for wrestling, it 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 relies on the crowd and because I mean, I don't WWE is not like this anymore, but AEW is where um, the two wrestlers in question, they might choreograph some of the match beforehand, but a lot of it's called in the ring. So they know what the beginning is and they know what the finish is. So they improvise what happens in between. Um, and most of that is based on how the crowd reacts. So a lot say, of wrestling, I think, I think, Eighty-five to ninety percent of wrestling is the sound. Sure, it is. Because if you turn the sound off and you're watching it, it's probably as boring as hell. <laughs> yeah. But 
but with it's, the crowd it's all, noise. They, but they feed off the crowd. Yeah. The crowd it reacts to something. Right. Something really happens. Well. They get excited. Then, Everyone then gets excited. Go, it ramps up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then they'll follow, they'll follow the lead. Right. So the crowd is really getting into Ric Flair, getting his face pummeled or whatever. Right. So, you know, it's like, Oh wow. The crowd really liked that when I punched Ric Flair in the face. Okay. Well, we're going to do this a bit more. You know, get the crowd really riled up. Right. Now, how do you do you that know? when there's no crowd? I don't know. That's like, how do they, like WWE now is completely scripted. Every moment in the match is scripted. That's the way they've gone. Right. It's 100% writer driven. The uh, the superstars don't have any say on the match. Like everything has to be approved before they even go to the ring. So it's a live action. So, so that's book. fine. Live action yeah. comic book. That's I think that's. No, what it's that a TV show. It's literally a TV show. Yeah. Completely scripted. No ad lib. You know, no improvisation. AEW is not. Hmm. So I, I, but like with, but does like hockey and stuff like that? Does that? Does the crowd matter? Well, when they're pumping in the the, the crowd noise, I think it does. I honestly think it does because I I would swear I'm actually watching an, an actual game, so I don't know what algorithm they're using or if, if it's just someone who just sees what's going on and just presses buttons for it randomly, or how how that works. I have no idea, but it it, it sounds at least through the TV, it sounds you know realistic. I guess you would call it, but I haven't had so, headphones so on guess... to really to you know see if I can really distinctively tell. So I guess you get a bit of an adrenaline rush, you know, based on what you're doing. Like, you mean uh, for hockey? Yeah, and hockey. Well, yeah, I mean they'll they'll have their fights too, and then all of a sudden the crowd gets into it and and whatnot. Or if they, you know, of course if they get a goal or if they get a penalty that someone doesn't like, they'll boot. sure they'll they'll have they'll have sounds. Okay, so while we've been talking, right? That guy just messaged me. Oh, good. Uh, so let's see. Uh, okay. He's working with a guy. Okay, so he's not prepared yet for me to play anything. So he doesn't want the demos played. He wants the studio stuff done. Okay. So he's going to keep in touch with us. Uh, okay cool okay so he's wow okay well he he's all he's all in with us so okay uh i'm not going to share his name just yet i want to keep it a bit of a surprise okay um but uh once he's got anything he's uh he's going to be in touch he thinks he's going to have something ready by halloween so cool cool definitely definitely yeah um, one thing I wanted to cover, which I think I can do it fairly quickly. I finally dived into a show called the boys, which you, you watched the trailer for it today. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a different twist. Oh my God. A different, yep. a different twist to the point where every movie that has been made could be remade just with this one scenario mm-hmm. changing mm-hmm. and so, someone and someone ran with it someone found it and ran with it 
So those not familiar with The Boys, it's a show on Amazon Prime, which is based on the comic book by the guys that did, I think Preacher is uh, the, yeah, the other comic book they did. They also did Punisher, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, their stuff's generally very, very gritty. And the series runner for the show Great. is the guy that created Supernatural. You know, the the two brothers fighting the supernatural kind of monster of the week sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, both touched by God and the devil. <laughs> um, you know, with two leads that are far too attractive for human beings to be that all the women uh, swoon over. Um, that's the other show that Eric Kripke had, and he was doing this one. And I didn't want to watch a show at first because I do watch Supernatural, but I watch Supernatural for all the wrong reasons, I guess. The wrong reasons. It's cheesy. It's campy. It's it's funny, kind of. It's it's not always great. It's kind of bad. Right. And but it has such a cult following, and my wife's been a fan for forever, and her sister's been a fan. And eventually, I watched it, and I got caught up on everything. And I do enjoy the show now for its cheekiness, its campiness. It's not great television, but it's a good show. Mm-hmm. If that kind of doesn't really make sense, but I wasn't eager. I wasn't super eager to see another show that this guy was doing. Because I, I, no, I was eager in one way. It's like, well, hey, silly, you know, Supernatural and ending, we can probably watch this show together. Mm-hmm. So the reason I didn't start the show is because, well, you know, Sylvia and I are going to finish up a few shows and then we'll get to this one eventually. Right. So I'm like, you know what? But people are talking about it. So I gave it I gave it a go. I said, you know, I'll watch one episode. And I'll, you know, if it's good, then I'll watch it with Sylvie, rewatch it again. Right. And this ain't a Sylvie show. <laughs> okay and based on the trailer you saw i think you can probably you know agree with me this isn't this isn't uh your mom and dad's uh superman and wonder woman and batman no this is something completely different this this is something that um a realist would think of but not a writer writing yeah. writing this this superhero thing and so yeah, do you Go remember ahead. when? Uh, the, I want to hear your okay. Two cents. Well, do you remember the Batman? I can't remember which one. There's so many different Batmans out there. One of the ones when he was going out to the Alps or something and whatnot, and he was, he didn't have actual superpowers. All he had were gadgets, right? That worked. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can't remember what version that was, but that that's kind of they kind of getting down to the okay well, enough of this flashy stuff and the stuff spraying out of your wrists and swinging no no that that's i don't think that's going to happen <laughs> you know who knows maybe someday but not not in the real world at the moment um now this trailer that i watched i, I was kind of taken aback as i looked at it i watched it and i went did that really happen and then what followed after that was like, oh, yeah, it really did happen. And I went, that that's a whole new twist on the whole whole thing. It's like they just took it and just stood it on his head. So what, so, what I saw, do you want me to tell me what I saw? Yeah, well, I'm curious what was in the trailer because I actually didn't watch the. Oh. I purposely never watched the trailer for this. I just watched oh. the show. I went straight to the show. 
So I, I found the trailer, sent, sent it to you to watch. The first thing I saw was this guy holding this girl, his arms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of a sudden, I just, just splat. And all of a sudden, this guy oh, is Oh, they just, showed that part. This oh, guy wow, is okay. just full of blood. And I'm like, okay, what happened? So it was almost like this Flash Gordon just went. And I mean, if you want to go to point A to point B, you're going to run into a couple things unless you're unless you're a bat, right? Unless you got a super radar. But if not, yeah. you're going to run into shit, right? So yeah, this guy runs right through his girlfriend, okay? <laughs> and he's looking out and he's still holding onto her arms. And it's just a thing <laughs> yep. of blood everywhere. And then the guy stops, looks back and says, oh, sorry, sorry, sh- shit, sorry, dude. And then takes off, and it's like, what just happened? <laughs> it's like, this, this is episode one, too. This does not happen this way. This isn't how superheroes work. I mean, the first time, like, I was, I was thinking of this today. I went to the dentist, <laughs> and while I was laying there, I'm thinking, uh, I wanted to compare this to to Spider Man somehow, because uh, Spider Man, okay, I'm trying to run through what I was trying to get at with it, but. What had happened was uh, when he was fighting, do you remember when, when Peter Parker was fighting uh, and then he won this money and then the guy didn't want to pay him? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then yeah. the guy comes in to rob him, okay, and he doesn't do anything about it. He says, well, can we just stand in there? Well, he's like, boy, you need to pay me. Why would I want to help you out, right? So yep. inadvertently, he kills his uncle because now the robber goes to his car or whatnot and his uncle was there or something or other, and there was an altercation, and he ended up getting shot and died. So inadvertently, Peter Parker was responsible for his own uncle's death. Right. And you would never have seen that before, except when I saw that his was, trailer. That, that's what it reminded me. I was like, well, wait a minute. Okay, so that's... Yeah, Spider-Man turned everything on its ear with that, because that wasn't something that happened in comics. Right. At the time. But, yeah, and... and this, it was always, this is the same... Like, like, bad guys are, are bad guys, and good guys are good guys. You don't have the good guys that are bad guys. But then I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Didn't Spider-Man have an alter ego or something or other? He had the suit that was dark. It was a black suit, right? So now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. the good Spider-Man yeah. was now the bad Spider-Man. But you well, don't... He ended up... He ended, yeah. But, the, the, but how yeah. many other ones have you seen? Have you, have you seen, like, the, the, the Wolverine go from good to bad, or... Or Batman from go to good to bad, or you there was none not of that. really. Spider Man is the only one that I no. know of that was even close to even touching that subject. And then when well, I saw the... this and this happening, I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> it was it was intense. So, okay, going back to the Spider Man thing. Okay, he had uh, the suit that he had, like the black suit, was actually a symbiote. So it was a, he was on a, 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 on another world, found this alien thing. Okay. And what it did is it bonded with him and they had it like almost like a, not a telepathic communication with each, with each other. But anyway, long story short, it needed a host to right. live off of. Right. So that's why the suit went black because that's, you know, that's how the suit thought Spider-Man should look. And the suit was, I don't know, addicted is the right word, but it wanted to do stuff all the time. So when Spider-Man was asleep, he would take over the body and go out and do stuff. Well, he must have been tired. Oh, he was exhausted. So 
it, interesting, you know, it was a way of skirting around the issue, but in, in a way it was like, but Spider-Man was addicted to what this suit could do for him. He never ran out of webbing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little bit stronger. He was a little more agile. He was, you know, he was, he was a little tougher. He was like, he was better. Yeah. Why would you want to give that up? So he was kind of addicted to it, but he also started becoming a bit of a dick. You know, he started to forget, you know, the lesson with, you know, with his uncle Ben and all that stuff. And he was just, but he was also tired and he was always on edge. And it was almost like he was a junkie. Right. You know, on a bender because this suit wanted to go all the time. And he would even go when, you know, Spider, when Peter Parker would fall asleep, you know, he'd just take over while Spider, Spider-Man was, or while Peter Parker was sleeping. And, you know, I, I want to go fight crime. I'm addicted. So he'd go out and like crime but sometimes he'd beat the living shit out of these people right. and peter parker wasn't even aware so anyways that's what that was see with, with this... and yeah spider-man kind of went bad he became like an addict in a way right but they couldn't make him an addict so it's like well how do we do this without doing it well it's and that's kind of what they did it's a being from another planet that's trying to use him as a host and trying to take over his mind yeah. And his body, yeah. But this so, uh, for, but from but what in I, this but in this trailer, yeah. So we're seeing something again that's like throwing things on its head. Yeah. And, and then that's I, not how comics work. And then I think the guy, well, from what I saw, I can't remember if he was part of that or not, but the guy who his girlfriend was I guess blown up. Um yep. I guess he got together with some other people to try and get back at these superheroes that are very careless and that was kind of the that's kind of what i got from the trailer okay um but i'm well, not show, too sure if that's is is that what the premise of the show is that's that's yeah that's pretty much what the show's about he his girlfriend gets killed in front of him and they basically try to buy him off for his silence and he's gonna have to sign a, a non-disclosure agreement wow. to uh, to get the money there's like here's 50 grand or whatever um, we're really sorry for what happened, but you know, you have to understand in our line of work, sometimes things happen. Collateral damage. And so through the series, he's like, well, why? I don't understand. Like, and this guy worships superheroes. He had action figures, you know, exclusive oh, action figures that were only, yeah. so he was a huge fan. And all of a sudden it's like, I don't understand what happened. Right. And the, the whole thing is like, well, we were on the curb. Why was he running on the curb? Why wasn't he running in the street? Like, it's not like we were being reckless, like she got hit by a car, because if she was in the street, she got hit by a car. Who's at fault, right? Right. It was, you know, it's sort of the same thing. So, um, anyway, so he's pursuing this whole, like, well, like, wh- where were you going? What were you doing? And they're just trying to get him to shut up. <laughs> So he, he hooks up with these guys that, you know, think they can take advantage of him. Like, oh, all this guy's grieving and all this stuff. Well, let's take advantage of this guy, you know, and use him for, you know, what he can get, what he can get us. Right. So the whole season is about them trying to be a step ahead of the heroes. And by heroes, I say that in quotation marks, because not a single one of these people are good. They're run by a corporation that runs the superheroes as a 
they're running the superheroes as a company. There's merchandising, there's movie deals, there's book deals. They have ties to the church, which is a whole thing on its own. Right. And it's all about having a squeaky clean image, good PR, <laughs> a whole advertising uh, department behind them. Pay, pay enough people, I guess you can clean up everything, I guess, eh? People to clean up the messes. Like, so that's, you know, they have lawyers for collateral damage. And this isn't the first time that, a, you know, someone got killed because of something. And in fact, in one of the later episodes, there is a, a group that get together. It's almost like a, a PTSD group. And they meet with people that have been collateral damage. They either lost a loved one or they themselves were injured. Right. One guy, he was he was uh, he was the girlfriend to um, some girl that had ice powers, and so what happened to him is they had sex. She climaxed. She got really cold, and he was inside of her, and sub zero temperatures. His dick fell off. Wow. You know, so they're they're like, what would happen if? Because comics are always censored, right? Mm-hmm. Well, nothing's censored in this show. Obviously not. Well, so yeah. Anyway, the the show's amazing. It's really, really good. So, um, so, how many episodes or seasons have you watched so far? Oh, well, they're only on season season two debuts. I think this weekend or something. But there's only eight episodes. Wow. So I'd strongly su- suggest you give it a run. It's. <laughs> I think you'd like it actually pretty messed up but it's 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 compelling television and they're you know it's only eight episodes pretty easy to watch yeah we've been watching a lot of court tv we've been watching some of that i guess it's free online you go you know (laughs) they get the trials and stuff and then it i mean a lot of it is boring a lot of talking about you know whatever but um you kind of gotta you know go to different episodes or different portions one they'll have you know, they'll, they'll just do the introduction. They'll, they'll do one that uh, witnesses, and they'll do one with evidence. They'll do you know the whole bunch of different ones. But it's uh, it, it's it's kind of interesting when you you find out what the murder was. You really you kind of look it up before you even look at the trial, and then you actually see the people all involved. It's almost like a, it's almost like the OJ trial, but it's you know just other people. That stuff's fascinating, though. Like, I used to watch a lot of court TV, too. Yeah. Judge Judy, Divorce Court, all those ones. Uh, we go right for the murder ones. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because we, we want to see the crime scene photos because we're going to work that way. But. If you want to reach us on the show, Sean Geek Podcast, at Sean Geek Podcast on all social media, you can go to our website, which is what, Todd? SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's right. The home of desire. Desire. <laughs> all right. We'll cap it off here. We'll see you all on the flip side. All righty. Bye. See ya.